Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West, and now let's jump into our next episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our next segment. And this is really an opportunity for me to talk a little bit candid and a little bit open with you on some of my journey. And what I also want to do is maybe give you a little bit of background or recommendation as you're starting your journey. So today's topic is about going live. It's about the idea of building your skills out in the open, out in a space where you feel a little bit exposed, out in a space where you have to learn how to do something like going live and you can't really do it by yourself. You can't do it in the corner. You can't kind of perfect it, perfect it, perfect it before the world sees it. This is really one of those skills where you have to be in front of people You have to use this technology to be able to go live and stream live, and you have to be willing to kind of learn a little bit on the job. And what I wanted to do today is talk about my experience in doing it, talk about some of the things that held me back in the beginning, some of the things that I stumbled upon, and also maybe give you some recommendations if you're stumbling too. And even right now, as we're talking, I am going live on YouTube. Hey, Lynn, good to see you there. Um, so what I want you to do is I want you after watching today's session is start to think about where you would go live, where and kind of how do you want to make your impact in the live space? Now, I know for some of you, you might have been thinking about going live. Maybe you've gone live once or twice, or maybe you've given it a try and maybe you have one of those like crazy stories where this happened and the technology and this broke and this didn't happen. And I'm sorry if you did have one of those scenarios, but I hate to say it, it's live, stuff happens. So don't think that you're the only one. Don't think that I couldn't tell you some technical nightmares that I've had as well. But the idea is that we all persevere. And I think that's the first kind of point that I want to make in today's session is that going live, live streaming, doing live events, even doing live classes is a part of your ability to build kind of that perseverance, that ability to push through no matter what comes your direction. Now, I don't want to make it sound like it's easy. I don't want to make it sound like it was always easy for me. And I don't want to make it sound like it's always easy for me now. Because even a part of my journey, I've struggled with live. I have talked about and thought about doing live for years. I mean, live has been around for a while in a lot of platforms. And what I used to do is kind of duck in a little bit and duck out, do a little bit of live and stop doing live. I would do some on some days and I would stop other days. And what I would kind of worry about is sometimes I would worry about my topics. Sometimes I would worry about what I would say. Other times I was worried about things like, oh, my hair has to be done and I got to put some makeup on and I, you know, what's my background going to look like? And I say that to say all of these things were just barriers. All of these were just things that kept me from doing what I wanted to do. So what I had to sit down and kind of have a little bit of conversation with myself about 
is I had to say, why am I going live? And if I figured out why I was going live, what was my purpose, then things like making sure my hair is ready and I'm not in my PJs (laughs) during the day working so I could go live, I can solve that. If I was worried about background, then I sit down and figure out what that background is going to look like. If I'm worried about tech, I take a class, I jump on YouTube, or I do a couple practice sessions so I can get there. And that's really what I'm talking about. Now, I see some comments there. And Tammy, I see your comments. I'm not going to jump them on the screen unless you want me to, but I'm going to definitely address them. So just so everyone knows, there's a couple of comments coming through about going live about kind of seeing your face on camera, about, you know, that that concept of like the focus on you. And some of it, and Tammy, I'm not going to put words in your comments. So let me know if I'm stepping out of bounds, but I'm going to add a little bit of how I feel too, that sometimes it's a lot to be on these live sessions because it's so much focus on you. Like me as the individual, like I am not I do a lot of things that have to be kind of my extrovert personality, but I'm not really a person that like loves the limelight, loves being on stage, loves that environment. What I really love doing is working with people and coming up with ideas and collaborating and working on projects. I love teaching, but teaching to me is totally different than being on stage with a mic. However, what I realize is for me to be a better teacher, for me to reach more people, I have to get on stage. I have to do some of these things. And what I want to tell a lot of people, and also Tammy, I'm going to give you a recommendation as well, is that what I find is for me to do what I want to do and what I love doing, like getting the message out, teaching people about, um, if you want to teach people about plant-based eating, if you want to teach people how to be healthy, if you want to teach people how to empower them with their lives, their health, and so forth. They need to see and talk to their teacher. They need to connect with you. So if it's only the food on the screen, if it's only the pots on the screen, if they're only seeing the item, what happens is we take the personalization out of it. They aren't able to connect with you. So I want to kind of inspire everyone out there to not shy away from being on camera. Don't shy away from that spotlight on you because it's not about the spotlight in a negative sense. It's really more about it's the best way that you can service other people. It's the best way that you can help other people. Hey, Zebra Pet, I actually see you. Nice to see you. Just wanted to say hello. So what I want you to think about is how do you build those connections? How do you get there over time? How do you have these conversations so that people can know you, can connect with you? And also, it does require us to be a little bit vulnerable. And I don't want to make it sound like being vulnerable is such an easy thing. I don't want to make it sound like, you know, I don't feel that feeling of being vulnerable, even in calls like today, when I have to say that, you know, I used to not want to go live because my hair wasn't done. It's like, that sounds so silly to say out loud, but it was a barrier for me. It was an issue for me. So what I had to do is change the way I did things. I had to change kind of my process and flow. I had to make my hair, if that was going to be my barrier from helping my students, I had to turn that into a standard task. So at night after I have dinner, 
and I'm watching TV, I'm retwisting my hair at night. You know, I want to work out. So what I do is I try to work out early enough in the day so I can sweat, sweat, sweat. And I'm one of those people that just sweat comes pouring down their face. I can sweat, sweat, sweat early in the morning. I walk at like around 7.15, it's supposed to be seven o'clock in the morning, but we normally get out the house by 7.15. Then I come home, I spin, I'm dripping in sweat. I take a shower, I let my hair dry, and then I can take it out. Silly, it probably sounds even odd for some of you out there that maybe don't have hair issues, but I bring that up is because what we have to do is solve the barriers. We have to make sure that the things that keep you from getting your message out, the things that keep you from connecting to your audience, don't get in your way anymore. And even if they sound small, even if you got to take a makeup class because you're worried about makeup, and I'm just using that as an example because these are things that are real for us in society, and I don't want to brush them aside. Even if it has to do with clothing, What I did when I first started out is I went to like Old Navy and bought like, I think I bought like seven t-shirts, all different colors, so that I could go live on different days and wear those shirts. So I always had kind of a uniform in a sense, so I could go live. They were just plain shirts, very colorful, red, blue, and so forth. And I use a lot of those shirts even to this day, but those were little things that I did to solve it. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to... (laughs) I want you. Someone's just saying, keep my hair the way it is and make me smile. Maybe even blush a little bit there. Um, But I want you to solve those issues. Okay. The other thing I want you to realize about going live is that this is your opportunity to talk to your customers. There's so much marketing that we have to do that you have to kind of try so hard to get in front of people. I mean, think about it. When you want to speak at an event, A lot of times you have to send them emails. You have to ask people, can I get on your stage? Can I get in front of your audience? You know, and depending on their screening process, sometimes they're like, oh, you haven't written a book or, oh, you haven't done this and you haven't done that. And what's the benefit of going live is that all you need is a computer, a microphone and a camera and you can go live. And what happens is instead of you trying to wait to be on someone else's stage. Instead of you waiting for the opportunity to talk directly to your customers through all these other means and all these other ways, live gives you a direct channel to chat with people. Live gives you a direct way to interact with people. Live gives you an opportunity to just really kind of replicate an in-person activity, especially these days when we're all like socially distanced and far apart. So what I want you to see live as, it's it's your opportunity as if someone knocked on your door and said, hey, can I just come in and chat with you for a while? Or can you tell me how to do this or how to do that? So if you're a coach out there, this is an opportunity where you can coach someone and give them an idea of what they can do. If you're an instructor, this is where you can teach someone a tip or give them advice on something that you struggled with and you kind of use as a way for you to transition to a vegan diet or to a whole foods plant-based diet. If you're someone who's selling a product, this is your opportunity to explain your story, your origins. How did you build that business? How did you create that product? How did you have that inspiration? You don't have to wait for someone to interview you to share your story. You can do it directly. So seize this opportunity. 
Now, yes, I don't want to make it sound like it doesn't feel hard. It doesn't feel like you may have to practice and so forth. And I guess let's talk a little bit about practice. Let me know in the comments, how many of you struggle with going live? How many of you feel like I got to practice it or I have to write it all down or I have to figure out what do I have to do? Is anyone kind of feeling that or feeling nervous about it because of the content? If so, just let me know in the comments and I definitely will let you know. Okay. So I got one person to say me. I really appreciate my volunteer there. One thing I want to say to everyone is when I want you to go live, especially in the beginning, I want you to start with a topic that you know really well. I want you to start with something that doesn't require any prep work. Because for many of you, you own your business. You've started your business. You've already had the training that you need. Maybe you've already been plant-based for a while. Maybe you're an expert in skincare. Maybe you're a person that knows kind of how to do whatever kind of trade or technique that you have. And what I want you to do is go live with that technique. If there's something that you do in the kitchen that's a great way to make your greens last longer in the kitchen, I want you to teach that when you go live. Don't try to create something complicated. Don't try to, you know, do something that's really hard or without that's not in reach yet. Start with something very simple. Ah, and yes, advocating for animals. So glad. Lynn, thank you so much for bringing that up. Yes, this is such a great place to do that. So instead of waiting for someone else to give you an opportunity to talk about why and how we should be advocating for animals, use the live space to do that. So talk about your story. Because yes, it is a little bit nerve wracking. Yes, it's a little bit hard to think about what should I say and how should I say it and what's the right bit of news and information. And what I always tell people is to back up. So if you're going to advocate for animals, just do a 10 minute session on live and tell people why you want to advocate. Tell people how you got to the point that you feel that this is something important for you to advocate for. And just tell them the story. Tell them what you care about. Just talk about it just like as if you walked and bumped into someone into a conference and they said, well, what do you do? What are you passionate about? You know, what? where do you spend your time? Where do you volunteer? And imagine almost if you're doing a live session that someone asked you that question and all you're doing in the live session is answering that question. Think of it very simple, as opposed to thinking of it like it's a big presentation, as opposed to thinking of it like you're going to have slides and a bullet point. And yes, you could have slides when you go live and, and do all of that. But think of it more as someone asked you question one and you answer that question. Someone asked you question two, you answer that question and then you're done. That's what I think your live session should be like. That's how you should interact. Oh, hey, Dallas, it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. Thanks for joining. Um, so I highly recommend thinking of your live sessions a little bit differently. Thinking about your kind of ability to go live as less of this academic presentation and more of an opportunity to connect, more of an opportunity to share. And think about it as a time for you to tell a story, to help people go on a journey, and to help people understand 
what you're doing and why you're doing it. Okay. The other thing I like to recommend when it comes to nerves is don't go live alone the first time you go live. Bring someone else in. Ask someone to join you. It can be a friend. It can be a colleague. And that way you can talk about it together. So it feels a little bit less that you're like talking to this empty room, that you're just talking like in general into space, because I know that's how it can feel. But by having a friend there, then you can say, well, you know what? Say I have my friend Jill here. I could say, hey, Jill, you know, why did you become vegan? Like, what was your story? What happened? What, what happened in your life that gave you that aha moment? And why do you advocate for animals now? You just ask them a question. They get to answer. Next, they ask you a question. Then you get to answer. Now, and it goes for anything, even if we're talking about food, even if we're talking about our lifestyles, even if we're talking about things that we are passionate about, just go live with a friend. Now, you can go live with a friend in almost every platform. Instagram is wonderful when it comes to this because it just does a little split screen and you can just sit there and have a chit chat. You don't need anything fancy. If you're on Instagram, you can actually use those like headphones that come with your cell phone. I wish I had a copy of them here, the little wired ones that you stick in the ear. You just sit on the phone with one of those and then you guys just have a chit chat and talk. Keep it short in the beginning, 10, 15 minutes. You don't have to make it crazy long. And it's an opportunity for you to share. And it's an opportunity for you to get started and for you to get a little bit of the feel of going live before you now, for some of you, you may not have a friend. You may not have someone that you can do it with. You may have somebody, ah, yes, Teresa, great idea. Definitely going live with a friend or, excuse me, a, um, a daughter or with your brother or anything like that. Yeah, I love that idea. Um, and also, here's the other thing I would recommend is a lot of people, I want you to go live in for your business. So that means you're going live like on your page or you're going to be going live under your business brand. But if you're getting started, one thing that I want you to do is I want you to kind of start in a friendly place, like start in your Facebook profile. And the reason I tell a lot of people to start in their Facebook profile as a great kind of friendly place is for most of us in our Facebook profile, those are our friends. Those are people we went to school with high school. Those are people that have connected with us and kind of know us. And the thing I want you to remember in the beginning stages of you going live is that most people are going to show up in the beginning are people that want you to succeed. Yes, there's trolls out there in the world. Yes, there's people that are meanies. Yes, there are people who just wake up on the wrong side of the bed. And every once in a while, they'll show up and put a weird comment in when you're going live. But you have to remember that you're not going live for them. You're not going live because of them. You're going live for the people you can help. You're going live for the people whose lives you can change. You're going live for the animals and they deserve you to have a little bit of courage. And I don't mean that you may not be sweating buckets while you're doing it. I don't mean afterwards you may have to sit under the fan because you were all nervous. That's okay. Nobody knows that you were nervous. Nobody can even see that sweat. As you can see, you can't even see my, my armpits right now, <laughs> just as an example. But I say that to say, show that level of courage and go to that next level. 
And if you're not sure or you're really nervous, start in those friendly places. What does everyone think about that? Maybe using your Facebook profile or using one of those places as a starting point so that you have kind of a place to go where people are going to be encouraging. The other thing I recommend is ask people to show up. Like if you're going to do your first few live sessions, ask some friends to show up. Let people know, hey, I'm doing my first Facebook, I'm doing my first Facebook Live, you know, on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Could you show up? Do you mind being there? So I have some people in the comments. So I just so I have some people there to give me some feedback, know if they can hear it and so forth. Now they're not supposed to give you feedback live while you're doing it. They're just supposed to be there to encourage you and to be there. That's another great way to get started. So I don't want you to think you have to start with the most complicated process in the world. I don't want you to think you have to start with the hardest kind of audience in the world. I want you to start in a place that's friendly, that's encouraging, that's inviting, so that you can get comfortable with the tech, so you can get comfortable with pushing the buttons, so you can get comfortable with like what I'm doing. I'm looking at the comments and seeing people say things like Lynn saying, oh yeah, nice friendly place. I can do that now because I started in a comfortable place. I started with kind of easing my way into things and starting with the idea that what you want to do is ease your way into this process. Now, I don't want you to stay on easy street forever. I need you to take it to the next level. So if you're just getting started, if you have started to go live, this is your official nudge to do more. This is your official nudge to go to the next level. And this is the nudge I had to give myself this year. What I want you to do is I want you to take a minute to start to think of the commitment you want to make to going live. Now, let me tell you why you want to go live and why you want to make a commitment. And this is why I had to do it this year, is that I wanted people to be able to have a place to talk to me, to interact with me, to hear some of my perspective. Now, sometimes I was a little nervous. Do they want to hear it? Were they interested in it? I don't know until I do it. So I didn't know until I started this journey that would people show up? I didn't know if you guys were going to show up. I just didn't know. And I say that to you, that if you feel that same way, we all feel that way. That's how we all start. And remember, you don't need huge numbers to have a success. I think sometimes you've probably maybe been on other people's lives and you see like the numbers popping up. It's like 50 people live, 100 people live, 1,000 people live. You're like, oh my goodness. And then you go live and you see one person, two people, three people. Guess what? They showed up. They took time out of their day to be there with you. And I definitely think that's an amazing thing. Even if the numbers aren't big, don't be afraid of going live to a smaller audience. Because here's the deal. How can you ask them to show up for you and you haven't shown up for them first? You have to invest. You have to say that I'm going to invest in my audience. I'm going to invest in my community. I'm going to show up here when there's one person, two people, three people, and so forth before I seek the reward of having thousands of people showing up before I hope the reward of people showing up, giving me glowing reviews, sharing, and so forth, I'm going to do the work it takes to earn that audience. And that's what I want you to take away today, is to remember that you have to 
earned the right to have people show up to support you, to be there. You know what I mean? Like, I know it feels better to be like, can't they just wait for me? Can't they just be there for me? Can't I do all this work in the background and then show up and be like, ta-da, I'm here. Everybody ready? And the reality is that that's not really fair, that people have to know that you're going to be there for you, for them, that you're going to show up each week at a certain time to give them information, to give them advice, that you're going to show up and help them through their problems, that you're going to answer their questions when you're going live. They have to know that they can rely on you. And the only way for that to happen is for you to start to go live. So you may have to go live two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. You have to go live for a while before you get that audience. So commit to it. If you're going to go live, commit to it for at least six months. Now, I know that probably sounds crazy, but that's what I want to ask you for. And if you're him and the Holland over there, then I want three months from you. But at a minimum, I really want you to between that three and six month mark because that's how you get things growing. Plus, Lynn, perfect point here about word of mouth. It's hard for you to get that word of mouth. It's hard for you to get people to say, hey, I've been tuning in to Lynn's session and I've been loving it and it's great. If people don't know you're going to show up every Wednesday at one o'clock, they don't know when to see you if you're just going to show up sporadically. It's hard for people to recommend when they go, well, I don't know when Stephanie goes live, but you should watch her live show. But if someone can say, Stephanie goes live every Wednesday at one o'clock, check her out because she talks about this kind of topic and that kind of topic. And last time, this is what she talked about and it really helped me. That's what you want to create. And you can't create that without a rhythm of showing up, without a rhythm of producing great content, without a rhythm of communicating, sharing, and being there and committed to your community. Because that level of commitment is what they need to not only see you, but think about this. Many of us who are in this space and going live, we're asking people to change. We're asking people to be better. We're asking people to do more. And if you keep asking people to do more and make commitments themselves, we have to make commitments too. We have to lead by example. We have to do things that are hard for us, that are challenging for us, and do them knowing that we are a living example of what we ask other people to do, okay? And then the last thing I just want to mention, because I know for some of us, the challenge is that, okay, Stephanie, you may be right, and intellectually, I'm with you. But I don't know if I want to do this in the open. I still don't know if I want the whole world to kind of watch me become the better version of me, you know, the better version of me being live, the better version of me doing these great sessions. And I want you to remember that we all have origin stories. I mean, think about it. If you even think about the movies as an example, you know, they have all these great like superhero characters and we tend to watch their stories and then they either give us a separate movie or a piece of the movie that we're watching. They go back to their origin story. And most people start from humble beginnings. Most people start from that first step or for that first act of courage or that first opportunity that they seized. So everyone starts with these origin stories where we're growing, where we're expanding, where we're getting better at things. 
So don't be afraid of having your own origin story. Don't be afraid of having two or three live sessions that you do that don't go so well because that third one that goes so well is going to be an accomplishment. It's going to create that story to say, this is why I struggled, but this is how I got there. That's how you build those memoirs. That's how you write that book about your story, the way you built your business and helped people in the world. That's how you kind of start where you start and understand that you will have an origin story when it comes to building kind of not only your business, but building this live kind of environment where you share and let people enjoy being part of that story. Let people enjoy being able to see you in the beginning stages when you first started out. Think about it, like your first cooking class, your first client, your first presentation, your first protest that you went to. All of those first are such amazing moments. All of those first, my first year doing what I believed in, my first year fighting for animals, my first year fighting for injustice, those stories are stories that should be lived out loud. Those should be stories that are done in the open so that the world can grow with you, your customers can grow with you, so everyone can be a part of your journey and they don't have to wait until you've arrived, until you're perfect at live. Instead, they get to enjoy being with you, get to enjoy seeing you grow so they will grow too, and they get you excited, okay? So as we're wrapping up today, I want to keep you guys too long. And as you can tell, I'm starting to get all fired up. I want to ask everyone to make a little mini commitment. So if you're still with me here live, let's talk about what would you do? What would you do after hearing today, after maybe I struck a little bit of a chord with you, maybe I gave you some idea, what would you do so you can start not only going live, but feeling more comfortable with building these skills out loud? Is it that you're going to do your first live session? And you can just post that in the comments. If you're watching this as a replay, post it in the comments too. I will check it out. But let me know, is your commitment today that, Stephanie, I'm going to do my first live session within the next week? That's a great commitment. Now, for some of you who've already done live, maybe you're going to say, hey, Stephanie, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a live series, three-part series. I'm going to go live three days in a row. And what I'm going to do is teach people things over each one of those days so I can get a little bit of a rhythm going and get a feel for what it's like to go live. All right. Another example of a commitment is maybe you're ready to go to that higher level. <laughs> maybe you love what you're saying, Lynn, about, yeah, like children were growing and evolving. Oh, absolutely. Maybe what you're ready for is for that deeper commitment. Maybe you've done live, you've done live classes, you can speak in front of audiences. And if you're a person that can speak in front of audiences, do presentations in front of huge crowds, I want to give you this bigger nudge, this bigger kind of commitment is I want you to start to build a either weekly or every other week live session. I really want you to go weekly and I want you to go short. I'm going a little bit long today because I want to make sure that we talk, but I want you to think about how can I go live weekly 
and I'll give you three months for this time, especially for anyone who's getting new. Think about that. Think about, could I go live for three months straight every single week? Just pick a time, pick a day, and go live. 10 minutes. Remember, 10 minutes is not that long. It feels long when you're preparing for it, but it isn't that long. And start to talk to your audience. Oh, I love it. Someone said they went live in a grocery store. <laughs> That's the other thing. Love it, Lynn. Oops. Sorry about that. Went live in a grocery store. It's another great way to do it. Carla, love what you're saying. Love the live teaching series. Yes, a three-day teaching comments. If you can't do it, if you do the comments, you want to keep it super secret, that's okay. You can even send it to me as a direct message. So if you're in LinkedIn or Facebook or anywhere, just send it to me. Um, but what I want you to do is make that commitment to yourself. You can make it to me and maybe out to the world if you put it in the comments that you're going to go live and that you're going to be willing to learn, willing to grow, willing to really put it on the line because your message is that important. Your impact you can make is that important and you won't let hair like I was doing get in your way. You're not going to let the uncomfortableness of it get in your way. You're going to use some of the tips and some of the advice that I gave you today so that you can continue to go live, build these skills out in the open. Yes, be a little nervous. Yes, be a little bit uneasy. I'm not saying that's going to go away. But what I'm going to say is that by doing it, what you will accomplish is your goal. And what you will accomplish is helping somebody, potentially transforming somebody's life. And ultimately, the things that you value and you fight for, you might be able to move the world, your community, or an individual a little bit closer to doing something great. And if you can have that impact, I don't want you to have anything or any obstacles in your way. All right. All right. That's all for today. I hope this was helpful. I hope this was maybe a little bit inspirational and I hope some of you feel a little bit more comfortable. Like I said, doesn't mean the butterflies and everything go away. I just want you to make that leap with me today. I want you to make that commitment with me today. And I want you to realize that we all learn these things out loud, out in the open. And we're all a little bit exposed, a little bit nervous, including me. But we do it anyway because of who we are and because of who we can help. All right. So thank you, everyone, for joining live. I so, so, so appreciate you. So appreciate everyone who's been commenting during this session. This has been great. Yes, Carla, I know what you mean. It's scary, scary, scary. But I'm so excited that you joined us here. Um, thanks, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> on the hair. It's been a work in progress for sure. Um, and something I had to work on, but thank you. I appreciate it. And let us know, you know, if you love these sessions, if you love sessions like these, I want to do more of them. So give us some thumbs up and share this with someone else if it can inspire them as well. And I hope I see you next week. We're going to do another live session next Wednesday. I can't remember the topic right now, but we will promote it in advance. So definitely take a peek or just remember to join me live next Wednesday at one o'clock. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you next time. Bye.